Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Welcome to this Wednesday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? Hanging in there. Good. Do you still miss me? Yep. I'm still in Wisconsin. I know. I'm tired of doing your chores. It snowed today. It did not snow. It was nice here up until like the early evening and then it was rainy and gross. I heard it was like 60 in Connecticut today. Yeah, it was warm, but it was only really nice in the morning. Yeah. Like okay. I said, then it started to be cloudy and a little rainy and yeah. Then I don't feel bad for missing it. Yeah, you shouldn't. Okay. Right. We should start today with the Epcot Flower and Garden Festival because that is going to start on Wednesday, which is yes, probably is. today that you're listening to it. Um, and as part of that, they have just released what, um, the park entrance topiaries are. What are they? Yes. It is uh, a little scaled down this year, even though the leave a legacy monoliths are gone. Um, you know, there's still a lot of stuff going on there. And the only topiary is a Pluto who is sniffing things, frolicking, I guess is maybe the word among some large spring flowers. But it's still cute. It's still adorable. It's a good photo op. And that's over on the left side of the entrance. Okay. Um, Also, as part of the Flower and Garden Festival, they have have moved the Butterfly House. Where where was that before? It used to be behind Club Cool. Mm -hmm. And they have moved it now to between the Land and Imagination Pavilions. Okay. And lastly, in our stories for the Flower and Garden Festival, um, they have all the same food booths that they've had previously with one new addition. And that new addition is called uh, Magnolia Terrace. And it just so happens that Magnolia Terrace is the location that I have left off on in our chat about the foods that they are offering. Oh, and we didn't do this yesterday. We didn't. Did we? No, because I was in a hurry. It would have been over by now. (laughs) <laughs> so at magnolia us. terrace which is new they have a southern seafood boil with shrimp mussels crawfish potatoes corn and andouille sausage they have grilled oysters with cajun butter a house made borden two ways with spicy mustard a pecan cake with maple whipped cream or a pecan praline and then at the block and hans which has been there previously um, they have a frozen lemonade, a raspberry nectar, um, and then an aqua lemonade. So those look like just beverages. And then at the Primavera Kitchen, they have a margarita flatbread, a ravioli, uh, grilled chicken ravioli with spring vegetables and pesto sauce. And they have zeppoli. And what's our next location? Hold on. It's coming. Next location. Oh, here we go. Um, the farmer's market. Potato pancakes with house-made applesauce. Potato pancakes with caramelized ham, onions, and herb sour cream. Toasted pretzel bread with black forest ham and melted Gruyere cheese. And warm cheese strudel with mixed berries. At the refreshment outpost, they have a pineapple, pineapple skewer with Tajian seasoning. And I'm just doing the foods. I'm skipping the drinks because... I don't know. You don't need all the drinks. At the Lotus House, they have a Szechuan spicy red braised beef shank over rice, a bonbon chicken skewer with sesame and peanut sauce, and a house-made crab and cheese wonton. And at Jardin de Fiestas, oh my goodness, 
They have a chipotle braised chicken and tortillas that are served with salsa rancha, Monterey Jack cheese, and Mexican crema. And then a quesadilla with Monterey Jack cheese and pork topped with grilled pineapple. And a bolillo roll filled with chorizo and Monterey Jack cheese. Oh, that one was hard to get through. I only had one or two more. I think I'm almost done. At the Trowel and Trellis, they have a grilled street corn on the cob with savory garlic spread, an impossible farmhouse meatball with lentil bread, spinach, marinated vegetables, and creamy herb dressing, and a chocolate pudding terrarium with avocado cream, matcha crumble, and baby herbs. At La Isla Fresca, they have a lamb curry with sweet plantains and rice, a sugarcane shrimp skewer with steamed rice and coconut lime sauce, a tropical mousse cup, a layer of passion fruit cake, coconut mousse, and a tropical fruit glaze with fresh pineapple. How close to the end are we? We are all the way at the end. That's it. They have some Joffrey's locations that obviously just have beverages, so I will not go into those. Who needs melatonin when you've got the food report from Cheryl to put yourself to sleep at night? Yeah, see, people should listen to this in the evening right when we put it out. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Are you, you more your... excited by um, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway? I was. Uh, it opens tomorrow. The press uh, preview was tonight, the dedication ceremony. So we weren't able to do a, a watch party like we usually do on Facebook, but the party will be rebroadcast, and I will post that link to our group. Um, but yeah, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway is open, and in order to celebrate that, there is a new downloadable poster celebrating Mickey uh, Mouse in The Perfect Picnic, which happens to be the movie that is the theme around which Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway is built. So how, exciting. How exciting is that, Cheryl? It's very exciting. You've already got our fast passes for this, correct? I do, yeah. So you will see how good it is. Yeah, I'll see all the posters. And you will see all the posters, yes. And also, in order to celebrate this, there is a new hat, a new Mickey Mouse ear hat being revealed from their Designer Parks collection, uh, created by Kevin Rafferty, and it celebrates Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, as you can, well, Cheryl can see. There's (laughs) it. I have it here, honey. You don't have to to hold up the... Um, not only is the outside of the hat themed to the railway, and uh, if you actually turn the hat upside down and look on the inside of it there's scenery on the inside as well which is very cool i think the other thing that's cool is it lights up oh i didn't know that it lit up. oh yes there's some fireworks on the ears mm-hmm. so that is available uh throughout the walt disney world resort you can get it at hollywood studios disney springs the animal kingdom epcot and the magic kingdom do you know what they're charging for that um, there is no price listed, but I will bet it is more than twenty nine. I was going to say so too. Yeah. I think it's more than twenty nine ninety nine just because it lights up. Yeah. But we don't know. And it's in the designer collection. So I would say it's at least 50. Yeah. I don't know, but they have them everywhere. So I don't know. It's not like that oh. limited a release. All okay. Right. Um, and also and then- in. Mickey and Minnie's news, uh, there's a new trivia time on Dis- on the Disney Parks app. That's right. If you use the Disney Play app, um, you will see Mickey and Minnie's trivia time, Mouse Rules Apply. And that's a nice little, uh, I don't want to say time waster, uh, but it is uh, you know something to keep you occupied when you're waiting in a queue. And it's all Mickey-related trivia. 
Awesome. And then lastly, over in Hollywood Studios, the Mickey Shorts Theater is ready to open. The construction walls are down. And is that going to open tomorrow along with the Minnie and Mickey's Runaway Railway? It is. It's the building that used to ho- uh, host the Soundsational uh, show with Drew Carey. Um, very nice building done in the Art Deco style. So it kind of has that classic Hollywood look to it and uh, uses a lot of the Mickey uh, color scheme, you know, your blacks, reds, and yellows. Uh, I think it would be really funny if they just if you walked in there and it was just a display of Mickey Mouse's shorts. <laughs> but it's that would, not. It's that would be funny. It's actually what do Mickey Mouse shorts refer to, honey? Uh, the short films. Mickey Mouse short films. That's right. And there will be an exclusive new short film called Vacation Fun that will be premiering in the shorts theater. Very exciting. Yeah. Over in the Magic Kingdom, there's been something not quite right going on with the Haunted Mansion, and it's going to be closed for a little while? Yeah, I guess there were some technical issues last night that caused guests to be evacuated from the ride. And there was a delayed open this morning, and it was delayed so long that it never opened. So it is, yeah, it is now listed on the Disney Parks app as being temporarily closed. And according to cast members... Uh, They say that they expect this closure to last a total of three days, but it could be quicker. It might take longer, depending upon how quickly ride maintenance crews can get things back and running. Uh, If you had a fast pass for this, you will probably get a multiple experience fast pass in your app in its place. Mm, Yeah, but you would not be happy if you had to miss the Haunted Mansion. I would not be happy. (laughs) You know what else I would not be happy with? What? If I saw construction lifts in the moat at Cinderella's castle. Yeah, well, you better get ready for it because you're going to see them. Oh, my. You know what the next story is, honey? (laughs) What is it? There are construction lifts in the moat at Cinderella Castle. Have you seen the pictures? I have not. Well, it's awesome because the moat has probably seven of those construction lifts in there, and it looks like it's a motorized construction lift racetrack. Oh, jeez. I'm going to look at it now. So, yeah, that'll still, I'm sure, be up when we're there. Yes. We'll be driving around. And are they working on this stuff during the day? Yeah, it does look like that. They're yeah. all over the place. How many of these things do they need? There's six of them, three on each side of the castle. Jeez. All right. Oh, well, that's progress. Yes, it is. And also progress is the new Drawn to Life show uh, for Cirque du Soleil that is at Downtown Disney. I'm sorry, Disney Springs. And they have a behind the scenes look at that. Where Where is that located that we can find it? They do. It's the Disney Parks blog hosted it. And once again, I will post the video up on our page. Uh, we have our tickets for this. And I have a feeling that I'm going to need to bring a lot of tissues with me. Yeah, probably. Because I usually get sad. I, I, as I've gotten older, I think I've become more uh, in touch with my feelings. And that's pretty bad because you were crying at Hallmark commercials when I met you in your 20s. So That's right. And this new show is the story of the love between a father and a daughter. There you go. I'm already crying. (laughs) All right. In Disneyland, today is the 25th anniversary of the Indiana Jones Adventure Ride. And do they have – are they doing anything special for that? It is. So it's a big deal. We already uh, mentioned, I think, last week that they've got some exclusive merchandise, including a Funko Pop that is exclusive to Disneyland. 
Um, the Disney Parks blog has released some digital wallpaper celebrating the 25th anniversary. The, the cool thing is it uses some of the Maya glyphics, Mara glyphics, uh, which are the, is the alphabet that's found around the attraction that you can translate and find the messages. Um, this wallpaper is available for your desktop or mobile device, uh, as are all of the uh, wallpapers and, and whatnot that Disney Parks blog offers. Um, there is also a special Dole Whip being released. Um, it's the 25th anniversary Indiana Jones Adventure Dole Whip, and it includes, let's see, it's $7.99, and it is a swirl of pineapple and raspberry Dole Whip topped with chocolate cookie crumbles, chocolate sauce, a chocolate boulder, gummy snakes. Why did it have to be snakes? <laughs> Mango, strawberry fruit pieces, and Pocky. There's a lot going on in that thing. There is. Uh, looks like a nice hot, drippy mess. Yeah, right. And then they also have some exclusive uh, T-shirts celebrating the anniversary. All right. Yeah, so happy anniversary, Indy. Happy anniversary. I think that um, that Funko Pop thing figure is very cute. I think anytime they make Indiana Jones into a Funko Pop, it's really cute. Yes. Um, in the box office, Call of the Wild, it was number two for a little while, wasn't it? It was number two during its first week of release. Mm -hmm. um, and the funny thing is it stars Indiana Jones, Harrison Ford. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, this movie, even though it premiered well, um, it finished third place in the box office this week. Um, and its total box office is now $79 million worldwide. The problem was this movie uh, was budgeted at $125 million. And by the time you include the marketing in order to make a profit, the movie needed to, to make $250 million. Whoa. Uh, so it is at $79 million, um, which is tough. Uh and then you consider the fact that overseas, which is a very big market, many theaters have closed due to the threat of coronavirus. Mm -hmm. So they're not seeing the international box office that they usually see. Right. Um, so this, you know, even though this film was started by 20th Century Fox, it is now a Disney release. So it's, you know, not starting the box office year well for Disney. Oh, well, they'll make it up. I'm sure they will. They'll make it up with Onward. Uh, you know what they won't make it up with? Uh, Artemis Fowl? Artemis Fowl, which opens May 29th. They uh, might. They That's a really popular series. It, I've never heard of it. Yeah, it's uh, um, like tween books. Yeah. Um, but they have released a new trailer, which will be up on our site. And the movie is about the adventures of the 12-year-old genius Artemis Fowl, who is the descendant in a long line of criminal masterminds as he seeks his father, who has mysteriously disappeared. Now, the movie was directed by Kenneth Branagh, who's a big-time director. He also directed the original Thor, um, and it stars, let's see, Ferdia Shaw, Laura McDonald, Josh Gad, who we all know is uh, the voice of Olaf, Tamara Smart, Nanzo Wanazi, Josh McGuire, Nikesh Patel, Adrian Scarborough, and Miranda Rayson with Colin Farrell and Dame Judi Dench. Okay, so some big names. You've got some big names in there. But uh, I don't know. I don't see the appeal. I never knew it was a book series. Uh, this, for me, could be one of those hit or miss type of things. Yeah, it, you missed you missed the boat on that. Our girls were just uh, Lily could have Lily didn't wasn't interested in the series. She could have though. Um, she was kind of the right age at the right time for that. Gotcha. 
Um, and this is kind of big news, or you thought so anyway. Um, the Orange County Convention Center had to cancel uh, one of their conventions lately, and it's a big one. That's right. Um, because of the threat of coronavirus, uh, the Orange County Convention Center, which is not too far away from Disney World, uh, closer towards the center of Orlando, uh, they have canceled Illusion Live, which is a higher education technology conference. Um, last year, just under 10,000 people attended Illusion Live. I attended it a few years ago. Uh, it's a, a week-long conference, um, and they have, out of the concerns of the virus, canceled it and just turned it into an online um, online presentation. Uh, the keynote address speaker was supposed to be Mindy Kaling, uh, and they were going to be uh, having some outings at Universal Studios during this event. Bummer. You would have been so mad if you were supposed to go this year, and you were going to totally turn, turn it into some sort of a Disney trip, and then if you couldn't go, you would have been so angry. Exactly. Now, the state of uh, Florida also has a presumptive positive on a third person for the coronavirus. So yesterday we reported there were, there were two cases. Now it looks like there might be a third. Um, so more coronavirus. Wash your hands, people. Yep. Yeah. I was listening to the radio and they were talking about like the statistics that only, I think, it was like 70% of women wash their hands after going to the bathroom and like 48% of men. Oh, like that's not cool. I, I was wash in my training. Hands. I was in my training today and a guy left the urinal and walked like right out the bathroom and I almost called him out on it. Yeah. I need to put like signs up in our bathroom at work that are just like, you know, there's, there's a, there's viruses out there. You're disgusting people. There you go. That'll get the point across. <laughs> But you know People what's are not watching disgusting? you. People notice. That's right. You know what's not disgusting? What? You. I love you. Oh, thank you, dear. Well, I mean, uh, not, not like that's the sweetest thing you've ever said to me, that I'm not disgusting. I mean, gee, that's thank you. That's true. That's <laughs> true. I'm so romantical. You are. All right. Until tomorrow, uh, still in Wisconsin, I'm Tony. I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.